0: Season 2, that's right, we're back, the Demand Access Right Your Own Destiny podcast, the podcast where you get all the key gems of being successful, from people who are just like you and me, you'll be able to establish your own success, today we have three special guests, these men were able to create a brand that people know worldwide, let's see who it is. What's up everyone, this is the Demand Access Right Your Own Destiny podcast, And today is a very special episode. Well, first off, it's season two, first episode, and I wanted to start it with a bang. So I asked my brothers to come through. Complex ambition. These guys that went to high school with me, but I'm not gonna let them, you know, I'm not gonna tell their story. I'm gonna let them tell them for them. Let's get to it. First person we got, my brother Victor coming in. Our brother Victor My brother, Eric coming through. And last but not least, we cannot forget the man right here. Marlon in the building. Come on baby, Marlon's coming soon. Yes sir, we here, we here, we here.
1: (laughs) Thank you for joining us, bro. Thank
0: you you for having us, No problem, no problem. Let's get to it. Starting with Vic. Let the people know who you are, what you're about, and what you're bringing into the world.
2: Man, uh, shout out to everybody out there in the world. I am sound, uh, a member, founder, uh, creator, you know, partner of all this man, complex ambition. And, you know, I'm just a, you know, a piece of this, this moment, this movement, this establishment, this basically enterprise that we're establishing here out of the small state in the country, but probably amongst those with the highest ambition and, you know, motivation that
1: I've seen thus far. Let me hear some, Eric. Um I go by YI. Um, YI, a question I got, that's how it started. Um, you know, member, partner, proud to be part of Complex Ambition, something that's going to, you know, move the world, hopefully, as it's doing thus far. So I'm just happy to be here.
3: And I'm Arloon, also a member, partner, brother from Complex Ambition, you know, part of the movement, and just here to spread some positivity, man.
0: That's right. That's right. You guys are definitely spreading some positivity. So let's get down to it. What made y'all start Complex Ambition? Where did that come from?
2: Man, uh, I would say it was just something that, you know, we already had this sort of connection and, you know, energy with us that kind of brought us together nat- naturally, you know, it wasn't like a sort of like, Oh, uh, this guy said that this guy's cool. So go hang out with him. You guys should hang out. You guys, it wasn't like a set up sort of friendships, these friendships sort of like just came naturally and it became like a family. So, you know, with that being said, it was almost like a, almost, you know, to be honest, like how, you know, like people sort of establish, you know, not gangs per se, but like clicks. And this was like our, you know, sort of click insane and just like mantra. And from a young age, this was before, you know, you know YouTube, this was just something that we knew that we were gonna, you know, sort of like name ourselves or just label it as this complex ambition. And then the first launching of that YouTube platform, you know, it went under that name and everything that we have done thus far, you know, when people see us out in public, it's, oh, you're, you're from complex ambition, you're complex ambition, you know, and it's like, it's amazing because it's not, you know, it doesn't represent nothing negative. It's also because like they see the positive that's behind it. Oh, you guys uh, do this for, oh, you, you do, oh, I heard of, I saw your interview with this person. Oh, you guys do, and it's like all complex ambition, you know, and that's what's amazing about it. And, you know, it's just the beginning, to be very honest.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I can vouch for that saying that, you know, it started off as a friendship, it started off as a as a as a brotherhood of a few guys who really had love for each other, a deep respect for one another, and coming from where we come from, uh, an ambition to make it out of where we where we're from and, and, and not to make it out necessarily and leave it behind, but to make it out and to shine light back on it. And it started off as as a mindset complex ambition within this brotherhood and, and we put a name to it. And we put complex ambition because we have that. We have that ambition, but sometimes it can get distorted along the path because it's difficult to accomplish what you want to accomplish. being of color in the city uh, with 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 a limited access of resources. You know what I'm saying? So it was a mind state that whatever we want to uh, accomplish in this world, if we have that ambition. Nothing's gonna stop us, and it hasn't thus far.
3: Yeah, man. Um, Just going off of what they said, it just started off as something that we just wanted to share our lives with people and just show them that, you know, once you got that connection, that then brothers, sisters, anything can be possible as long as you you support each other and you just continue going with with that right mindset. You feel me?
0: Yeah, I feel you guys on that. You guys are definitely doing a tremendous job. And like you guys said, it's the beginning. I mean, it may, it seems like you guys have been doing this for like 10 years. You know, you guys are growing fast, fast fast-paced. I haven't seen that before. You know, I look up to y'all, I mean, y'all, y'all hit that YouTube, y'all mastered YouTube and social media and you guys are just keep putting on, just keep bringing positivity. So you guys know this podcast is Demand Access and obviously this podcast is for people to learn from the people that's on here. And to the younger generation that's watching this, these three guys, man, they're not just up and come. They're successful men of color, and they're doing it. And they came together, and they figured out a way. So what steps would you have, would you take again to start Complex Ambition? Like, if you wanted to show these kids, this is how you do it, this is the blueprint, this is how we're going to do it, how would you tell them?
1: That's all, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I could say probably one of the main things I would say is the stereotypical, at least in my eyes, like I've always heard it. But then when you actually enforce it in your own sort of way, you realize like, wow, this shit is like, this is real. This is real. Like it it really means something. And that's consistency. When you're doing something and you start something, especially the potential of, let's say, like a YouTube channel and you create any sort of content, regardless of that, you know, you want to build a following. Right. You want to have, you know, people who watch it and they can't watch it if you only upload one video you have to be consistent you have to do multiple videos now you develop let's say a video a month like we were kind of doing at first it was kind of it seemed like that like it wasn't that frequent and then being more frequent more like you know now to the the point that if it's not one video a week it's multiple videos a week and sometimes you know due to the way that you know music goes now it's randomly dropped so sometimes it's a natural reaction we do the same day so it could be you know three days since the last video so that consistency I would say that anybody can, you know, sort of apply that to their lifestyle, no matter what they're doing, whether they're, you know, a physical trainer, whether they're a rapper, whether they're anything really in life, that consistency is going to get you somewhere, no matter what, you know. It might take you somewhere past where you expected yourself, and then it's going to be like, damn, what, what the, you might question yourself, like we sometimes do, like you, like you said earlier, like we've reached reach this level of success so early, it's only been a couple years, but it's because of that consistency. Because people can't say, like, damn, it's been two months and I haven't seen nothing about them. No, we're always, like, in people's, like, our, their feed, their timeline, there's always something with us, like, you know, and that's that, you know, consistency, that factor that you need, I would say, to be successful.
1: You want to go more?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say if you were to start, let's say, a YouTube channel, uh, uh, having to do with whatever, uh, do it because of the fact that You want to. And also because of the fact that what you're doing, you enjoy and you love it. Don't do it because you're expecting money out of it. You're expecting recognition. None of that. It's one of those things where the platform works for you to spread awareness of whatever you want them to know about. And just one of those things where you want people to be there for you, for your character, uh, just because they support you. In whatever you're doing, not because of the fact that you're trying to go viral or you you, you make this amount of money and, and you're trying to flaunt it, you know, stuff like that. It doesn't work that way. Just do it because you want to and you enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I can, I can definitely say that those are two keys. Consistency and doing something because you actually love it. Um, I would say to that, um, for me, it's being authentic and having a reason um, complex ambition is authentic, it, it's deeper. It, it goes way deeper than what people see on the surface. Even the name itself, it's, it's a deeper name. It's not, uh, guys in the cars react, you know, it's not that. We're not labeling us as that, it goes much deeper and it, it goes much deeper than what people can see because we know our potential and we're gonna make that come about, eventually people will see that. So I would say be authentic, um, have a deeper meaning behind what you're doing uh, it drives me to to, to think outside the box, and, and every time we, we go through a hurdle or, or something that's difficult, you just reflect back on a deeper purpose and why you're doing that, and it reinvigorates your purpose. It reinvigorates your moving forward, and, and it keeps you striving.
0: That's Damn, so you guys are special. Yeah, I was like, you guys get it, man. Nah, you guys get it, man. You know, it, you guys understood, understand what it means to be successful. Like, you guys been through it all. And yeah. that's that's you guys just gave a perfect answer to that. You guys listening? Hope everybody's listening to these, <laughs> these three young men right now. they just spitting keys, some gems for y'all. Appreciate Next, you, I want to talk about the sacrifices that you all had to make. To make this flourish, to make this arguably arguably like one of the best, best YouTube channels. Like, what was the sacrifices you guys had to make? I'm being serious, man. i have <laughs> never seen y'all i never seen this before. We appreciate it. Y'all put it, put it bro. in work. Y'all man. put it in work.
2: 100 percent man. I would say one of the key sacrifices has been um I think one that, you know, especially recently, I've come to realize that it's key for every creator to sort of be willing to take that sacrifice. And that's like the ownership factor, like realizing your value, Um, you know, having to turn down maybe a couple, you know, millions of dollars, whatever the dollar amount actually is, but having to turn down certain opportunities that might, you know, either limit your creativity or take away from your ownership, you know, whether it's licensing, publishing, these sort of deals, you know, I think that, you know, the sacrifice of that is like, you know, you might be like, damn, I could be getting this. Damn, we could have got that money right now. But it's like, no, if you hold off and then you sort of steer more in the authentic route and you keep the content authentic, then the bag sort of of say is going to be at the end of that sort of like rainbow. It's going to be the biggest bag ever. It's going to be worth it way more in the long run. You know, you have, you know, multiple content creators you can learn from, because of that you know joe budd and joe rogan to name a few like they realized that and like that's why they turned down a bunch of like small bags in the beginning when it comes to sponsorships and things like that and now they're getting some of the biggest bags you've seen ever in the you know in the sort of like you know industry of music and media and you know that's something that we sacrifice here and there certain meetings early on and you know even going forward we just know like you know we know that our value is crazy like so just having that sacrifice of like putting a, putting aside the mind, like, I guess let's get the money, let's get the money, and then just focusing on genuinely what you're doing it, why are you doing it, and then eventually that money's gonna come to you.
0: Sure, man, for sure. And on, that's man. what I noticed, for sure. Before you pick up, Eric, that's what I noticed about, um, Victor. You, you touched the point on being authentic. Um, nowadays, with this generation, I've noticed we're trying to chase the bag now. We want the bag now. We're not willing to just put in the work for one, for one year, two years, three years. Everybody wants instant gratification, instant success. And we, don't, we fail to realize it's never going to be that way. All the successful people have had to put in a lot of hard work, a lot of time in. And some of them are the best in the world, and they have to do the same thing.
1: Yeah. I think I think I think even social media makes it so that we, we see these guys as overnight successes when they're really not. And they always talk about how it's not true that they just rose from nothing and they're here now and they're prominent. That's not yeah. a thing, man. It's, it's very rare, man. We've been grinding hard and doing it for nothing, no money at all for four years now. This is our fourth year. And now we're trying to be more business orientated because we're getting older we're leaving, we're stepping outside of college. We have to make this our business now. We have to make sure we monetize this because this is gonna be a real infrastructure down the line and it is becoming that slowly. So we've sacrificed a lot, we've sacrificed some money because we realize that we shouldn't be selling out. We, we have faith in, in, in what we do and, and we're gonna keep moving forward no matter what anybody says. You know what I'm saying? That instant gratification stuff, the quicker you get it, the, the sooner it leaves. And we know that the hard work that we put on, the real fans that we have—these ain't no real, these ain't no fake fans that you buy or et cetera, et cetera. These are real fans who really support us, and and we—that's something you cannot get overnight. So we appreciate how the, the long run that we've had, and we're willing to go farther than need be if it's gonna be authentic. It's all gonna be worth it at the end.
3: I mean, they said it perfectly, man. For me, the whole sacrifice thing, man. The biggest sacrifice is how Victor said earlier, Um, just just letting go of all of the temptations that might come your way, man. At the end of the day, you got to come back and remember that you started this because of the fact that this is what you like doing and this is what you want to continue to do. And if you're doing this for the right motive, then you're going to be blessed with many blessings at the end of the road. You feel me? So... Don't ever fall for the temptations because it's not worth it. Like you said, anything that comes too quickly, it goes quickly. So you don't exactly. want
1: to I like,
3: that. Yeah, and, and like it goes, that. And
1: it goes back to, again to like the purpose thing that we talked about. Once you realize your purpose, if your purpose was to get money from the beginning, you should have been getting money from the beginning. But it's been four years and that, has, that hasn't been our purpose, so it hasn't deterred us. Our purpose has been to share positivity, to spread a light. And we've been doing that. And that's why we've been continuing to move forward. The money thing is secondary. You know what I'm saying? When it when the times go hard, you start thinking about getting your purpose, and you see the purpose manifest itself through DMs that we get, through the messages, the emails that we get from these people, the letters that we get, that's our purpose, and that's what we're going to continue moving forward. And I, that's what I can say to any entrepreneur, anybody who's doing anything from the ground up, realize your purpose. Why, why did I start doing this? If you're starting a business or whatever you're starting today, write it down exactly why you were inspired to do that. And then every time you go through something in life that makes you question why you started it, go back to that little thing that you wrote. I started it because of this and this, and go back to that and be reinvigorated and be re-inspired.
0: Oh, yo, I hope everybody's listening to this, man. These are some gems. (laughs) I might need to grab a notebook for myself because... (laughs) This is crazy. I'm getting a lot of stuff right you here. Start
2: writing down some notes. <laughs>
0: For real, man. Y'all, y'all spitting this game. Everybody's listening, though. One thing I respect about, well, I respect a lot of things about y'all, but another thing I respect with you guys is when I look at you three, you guys look at, the, you guys look at each other and treat each other with the same respect. You guys look at each other as equal. You're a brotherhood. And you can just see the bond and the trust with y'all three. People who start usually start like going to groups. One person may be popping more than the other and people start to get jealous and it starts to break up the I mean, We've all seen amazing groups just break up because one person gets it all and the last person probably doesn't get it. How are you guys able to maintain that and stay grounded and stay a team and, and just have love for each other?
2: Man, I guess you know it's going off of just a natural, natural energy. You know, just speaking upon things when it needs to be spoken about, um, and just moving forward. Because we're at the end of the day, man. If if we really want to break it down, like like uh, Eric was breaking it down a bit earlier, but we really don't get money from this. Like we do a lot of copyright infringement due to the fact that we do a lot of, you know, our main uh, content is record labels you know there's a lot of problems with that they they take they they demonetize videos or monetize them take money away from us so like you know early on since we haven't been like even having to deal with a lot lot of money like that it's kind of like having hasn't had to like make us have those you know comfortable situations etc but you know going forward and recently like we know that's bound to happen so we've had certain talks and it's just a matter of realizing that you know like there's no sense of pride or ego. Like if I if I were tomorrow to sign a uh, a random deal just for like an interview or something, I'm gonna share the the money with my brothers. I've never I've never felt like a sense of wanting to, you know, be I don't know what the word is specifically. I guess kind of like uh, just sort of like uh, greedy greed. I never had a sense of greed and sort of like honing in on something. I'm just more focused on. If something works, it works and do it this way, do it that. And then whatever comes from that, you know, spread it amongst however, share amongst however, talk it out however, but never like deter away from, let's say what's working or what is, you know, has the potential, you know, you've seen it with uh, multiple examples. Like you said, I, I, I actually analyzed it. Like you're right, because like, there's multiple groups, you know, from uh, let's say uh, the Beatles, uh, Slaughterhouse, rap groups, you know. It always happens. But the thing is, I think a lot of them also are fabricated. A lot of them aren't from a sort of natural like sourcing. It's all like, oh, let's put these people together. Let's do this and let's make them, th- this will work, you know, especially like all those Disney kids, like High School Musical, all these che- the Cheetah Girls, shit like that. That's all like, you know, it's all fabricated and bullshit. But when it comes from three people who naturally were just those kids in school that people would be like, damn, that motherfucker is different. He's different. Like, they're different. And it's not like they're disrespecting, but it's also like they're intrigued. But they were just, they just notice that those kids were different. Like, why they're so different? And then years later, now these kids have that you know sort of different turn into oh wow they have a following from the world, and now it's you know being respected from the city that these kids were once those different guys. Now it's like wow they're the respected guys. Since that is such a powerful energy manifested at a young age, I think that you know going forward in the future like it's, 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 it's incomparable you can't compare it to like you know a slaughterhouse or a cheetah girls like this these fabricated sort of situations because it's not fabricated at all it's all natural it's all you know just going through the actual motions of life and not trying to force nothing at all
3: um i mean i'd say for us is easy because of the fact that you know we all we all went through the same shit. We all went through the same struggles. Uh, we know the difficulties that our parents went through, the difficulties we went through while growing up. And this all started because of the fact that all three of us were able to get together and like formulate this. And, and thankfully, none of us, um, like Victor said, are greedy, we're not selfish. We know that we started this because of the fact that we feed off of each other's energy. And that's what helps us shed the light that we do when we do. And it's something that we continue to do because of the fact that, like Victor said, money, it it, it just never really crosses our mind when it comes down to that because we've never been that type of people. So
1: yeah, I, I would say that um the money is definitely a big a big problem when it comes to relationships, man. I think money really cuts wedges between relationships and it's sad. but our our relationships man are fortified, you know, like they're really strong. Because we were friends before anything happened. You know what I'm saying? And we know we look at each other's faces and we know that we have to stay friends because we would look at each other with disdain if if one of us were to, like, go off the track because of money. Like, was like that's not our personality. That's not our, like... We were very selective when we chose each other as friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that was never, like... I don't, I don't know, like that would never happen between us because we're not those type of people from day one we would never let money get into the way and it, but it it just besides the money part a lot of things do split groups up and sometimes it's just life and how people live their lives and they transition into different phases of their lives like we're three college kids you know we're transitioning to now being full adults you know looking at life differently with different perspectives. Than we had years ago so that might lead us to move different ways and do different things and it's not because oh they had a problem with each other it's actually because we realize each other's potential and actually realize each other's like value in the world that they're supposed to go out and do that that they're supposed to be here together us doing this you know what i'm saying like we have to let each other also move and not be caught up in what people might think you know what i'm saying oh what happened between those guys they separate no is that we know each other's value and he's more valuable doing that than he is doing this. You know what I'm saying? That's another thing too, that is double-sided.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely, you know. I mean, I I, I don't really work with a group myself. I kind of do everything by myself, but I do have my close friends and they're they're part of what I do, but on the side. And you're definitely right. When you have the right type of friends, when you know who your group is, you know where you all going to go with it. You don't have to worry about money and the group tearing up. You don't got to worry about all that stuff because you guys know each other the best. Yeah. You guys, all, you three all know each other the best. So you guys know what to do and what not to do. And that's yeah. that's another thing why I respect you guys, man. You guys just keep it professional. And just because you can just see the love within y'all three. Like, you can just really see it's just genuine. It's Like you said, it's not fabricated. It's yeah. real. I would and think we're hard
1: each other. We're hard on each other because of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't play no games with each other. If we have to say something to one another, we say it. There's times yeah. where this friction and be like, bro, like this and that. Me and Marlou may talk about Vic. Vic and Marloon may talk about me so that they can come together and they talk to me, sit down. Bro, I don't like what you're doing here. I think this – you know what I'm saying? Like, we're hard on each other as it yeah. should be. If we don't fortify ourselves, who's going to fortify us? You know what I'm saying? like.
0: That's another thing you gotta keep your circle man you guys are a tight circle so you guys understand each other so me you know growing up i was trying to get the scholarship i was clowned a lot i was a class clown in high school a little bit you know i was a class clown i didn't really i got made (laughs) fun of and i like what vic said he said you know they when they looked at y'all they thought y'all were different like but they gave you guys that kind of like hating different and then five years five years later everybody loves you and that happened with me i mean everybody thought i was a clown and then when i came back i was doing stuff like this and, and basketball and all of that so how do you guys deal with that now like all the fake fans fake friends all the fake you know what i'm talking about you guys know what i'm saying. you guys definitely feel it right the, the, the same person i was making fun of you four years ago is the same It's like yo come to my house and chill. Like, uh, <laughs> How you been? You know what I'm talking about? How do you guys deal with
2: that? Man, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I love it. I love it because, you know, at the uh, end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, man, we got to be honest. <laughs> it just confirms what we've been new. You know what I'm saying? They, We didn't get caught up in bullshit and look at it now. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people that, you know, being honest, they got caught up, bro. They got caught up. They're on some other shit you know, and God has everyone's, you know, path, you know, sort of sorted out. But at the end of the day, this was ours. And we knew that from a young age, you know, we never, you know, got caught up or, you know, we never stir, stir away from like, why are we so different? We never sat around like, hmm, should we, should we follow them? No, we were always like the guys, like we stayed our own lane. We became sort of like our own like leaders instead of being a part of a, this sort of crowd and this sort of pack mentality. And when you do that, that's when that's sort of refreshing, oh, they're different. That's what they really meant to say. Because at the end of the day, you know, we're all grown now, you know? So there's a lot of people that do show that fake love, you know, and it's like, at first, I, I used to be like, damn, you know, like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even want it. But, you know, I just take it with a grain of salt and I, you know, you know, if they do want to maybe collaborate or do something, if they, they got a sort of connection, shit, I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it to my advantage. And at the end of the day, you know, they also get that sort of like, damn, this nigga, these niggas, have just killed me with kindness. Like they sort of get like that, damn, these I was wrong all along. And it sort of validates to them, like, you know, the fact that you're not supposed to judge people without, with this pre-context and sort of without knowing what's going on with them or what's deeper behind them. They just see the surface, you know? And when you get that deeper level, when you scratch it and you see like, damn, there's more layers to this, then it's like, wow, I, I, I was wrong all along. And then that sort of might spark you know, that energy. I've had people that literally from conversations have been like, damn, you know, you made me think think differently. You made me think differently now. Like, and like it sparks this sort of like, like, wow. And that's, that's really interesting with us. The fact that we had that from a young age and a lot of our fans say that all the time in the comments and stuff, it it makes me really proud because it shows that, like we were saying earlier, that sort of authenticity, because you can't fabricate this. You cannot like really create this, like even in a lab, like this is not like Think, you know you can't so it's, it's pretty awesome man
3: to be honest uh, well I mean for me it's been pretty pretty easy Um, I've <laughs> always, I've never really been social you know me so I don't I really oh, pay yeah. attention a lot of that stuff and when it is presented in front of me it's just whatever man I just go with the flow I just I'm one of those people that I'm always analyzing if what's coming out of your mouth doesn't correlate with your body language, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm out. Like, I don't, I don't entertain it, it's it's not needed, it's not gonna benefit me in any type of way. You know, I, I'm sorry, but you just, time, time is precious, man. You just keep it going. Uh, yeah, I feel you, I feel you.
1: We, we all have like different ways of approaching it. Marlon is super like, like he doesn't want to be near you if he don't like you immediately. Um, sometimes that's uh, backfired man. Uh, <laughs> Victor is um, it's not Victor's very social and, and he's very loving and charismatic and I'm more I feel like I'm more in the middle I, I don't like uh, if I don't like your energy I don't like you you know like um, I've had people in the past that are just weird with me and you were always weird with me what's going on now you know what I'm saying I, I allow you to grow I, I allow you to have time to grow and time to change but you need a be vocal about that because you were once this way and now you're this way and and i'm not somebody who's going to be used you know what i'm saying that's another reason as to why i'm I'm a bit less social um i i hold a strong moral compass and if those who are not around me abide by that strong moral compass i don't want to be near you because i don't want to waste my time you know there's a lot of great people in this world i don't need to be spending time with no fake people
0: for sure, for sure, cause you know a lot of fake people. They usually the ones that bring you down. They usually yeah, the, the they fake people. They group. see something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do. They do. They do. So, with complex ambition, what was the first video that kind of just like, like you guys were doing the videos, and then that there was that one video I kind of just put like put y'all in the air, put y'all in the sky.
2: Oh. I oh, don't know, man. It's hard to say. Um, I mean, two significant ones. You know, the first one I believe, I think it was before the, the our biggest one to date. Uh, but before that was um, World. The Astral Reaction to this day sort of gets like that sort of highly acclaimed, and a lot of people still recognize us from that. Um, I believe like it's like a half a million views. But our biggest to date, by far, and you know, I can probably say it's like amongst. If not the most viewed amongst like the top two or three most viewed video on any reaction review channel, like if you go to their most viewed, like ours by far, and it's that's the when we, you know, we spoke about XXX and Dacion passing away, and that's four million views right there, and you know, I'm proud of that because that was really authentic, you know, unedited. It was just us like pouring our emotions out, you know, and you know we cried during that video and. It was just all like raw emotions, and people just connect with that, you know. Like, that's the type of shit, to be honest, that people would would like die to like invest in and and. But at the end of the day, you can't because that's that's you can't fabricate that. That's all authentic. So that was bound to get that sort of traction, you know. I remember when me and YI, Eric, we were in a car in front of my house when we were noticing like, damn, this shit's getting mad traction, like. And we were getting emotion. we were like, damn, this video is getting so much love and so much views, like literally in a couple hours, and we were like, damn, this is incredible, we couldn't believe it, and you know, to this day, we get messages daily, 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 of people who, you know, literally, you know, it's been two years, I believe this past week, that Induction passed away, and people connect with him because of that video, you know, you look up his name, automatically that video comes up, you know, it's like, sort of a part of his legacy now, and you know, we're proud of that, you know, because that's, that's powerful, man, that guy, it was like, the sort of like leader of this sort of like young generation, like kids, had this large cult following with him that was like, like, like it was crazy, almost like a Michael Jackson type of like, like kids would like die, like go crazy for him. And since that was what we covered and sort of got emotional about, and you know, it sort of tied into that. You know, those same cult following, and you know, this dying sort of uh, crowd is now tied with us as well. And you know, it's a blessing from God to be honest.
3: So, um yeah, no, the biggest video I'd say would be the Tentacion one. Um just after posting that video, the amount of response we got, the amount of people hitting us up, telling us about their stories, about how he helped them, about how we managed to help them, uh them seeking help, um, all of them things, it was it was it was overwhelming, but at the same time it was like And let us know that what we did really touched people. And that's what we were going for because of the fact that like how Victor said it was a hundred percent authentic. I mean, we weren't going to fake us crying over an artist that we never even really met. You feel me? But the impact that this, that this kid had on us was, was incredible. And that's not even, and that's not even mentioning how, we were when we actually found out that he ended up passing away. Like that itself was, if that would have been recorded, probably like it'd be crazy. Yeah, I think
2: I think it was days later.
3: It was days later when we yeah. actually sat down and we were like, let's record this.
2: But we were emotional day of. Yeah,
1: yeah. we didn't, We didn't. We never want to capitalize off somebody's death and and, and make a video and let's get some views. That's whoever comments that and things like that. You know they 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 gotta they gotta look themselves in the mirror because they're yeah, sick. That, you know, like that's sick, bro. Like, come on, like yeah, we, we should be winning a couple of Oscars then if that was a yeah yeah game. yeah hundred percent okay. like that. So like, you go twenty years to acting school to do that one, Jesus, Jesus. Christ. <laughs> but um, it was authentic, man, and like it really hurt really deep. And I think that's the thing with us. We're just really we put our emotions on our sleeves. You know what I'm saying and fans appreciate that. And some fans hate that. And those fans who hate it, probably, you know, they look themselves in the mirror and they probably hate themselves. They probably see that they can't, you know, have the courage to do that. And I think we stand for something like that. We stand for like those guys who are just unapologetic about what they do and what they say. Like every video that we do, we, we, if we say some raw stuff, we'd be saying some raw things. We'd be saying like doing some raw things like a lot of times. So we never look back and be like, oh, I wish we would have took that off. Like any guy, mm-hmm. like any like stereotypical guy from the city will be like, mm, I don't know about that video, bro. I don't want to release that because we're looking crazy in the car crying. But it's real. It's real life. And I think people deserve to see that because I think they can relate to it. Whoever's grieving right now, we we grieve with you. And that's what people, they, they look at that video as, as, as a way to let out their frustrations, let out their grief, you know what I'm saying, through that video, and then they message us, and those messages, bro, like, that's what kept, that's what has kept us going so far, because those messages, like, they're insane, talking about, um, your videos allowed me to go through my depression, your videos allowed me to see light, because I've been, I've been wanting to be, uh, I wanted to be suicidal, um, some, even parents hit us up, my child passed away, and I, I go to you guys' channel, look for some sort of entertainment, some sort of light, and, like, that's crazy. So if if we're doing that just because we're being honest and we're being ourselves, and we're going to continue doing that.
0: I like that, man. You guys always staying honest and being yourself. How are you guys able to just stay yourself even with the success? Because, like you said, you guys are honest, you're authentic, but you guys don't change. Like, if someone watches your video and they see you in person, not 10 out of 10 times, you guys are going to be the same exact person as if you were being filmed all the time. Like, it's just your regular self. Like, how do you guys maintain that? And, and not, not you know, you know, how some people, they get a little fame. They get a little fortune. They forget. They forget who they are. And you guys remain who you are. How are you guys able, like, what steps do you guys take to do that? Man, it's a good question, though.
2: To be honest, I don't know if there's really any sort of steps. It's sort of just kind of like just doing it. Like, you know, if you struggle with doing that, then that's that's where the problem lies, you know, where, you know, you can be called out. The fabricated, you know, can be seen off bat. Like you can smell that shit from a mile away. Like if that's the case, then, you know, you're already heading down the wrong road when it comes to being a creative, when it comes to, you know, Business, anything in life, like when people can smell like that shit from like that far, my nigga, you gotta change it up. You gotta, you gotta be like, oh, what are you doing? Like, you gotta like, kind of, kind of like reinfocus like yourself and be like, listen, what am I doing this for? Like, what, like, okay, there's a cameras on, or, or uh, I had this meeting, but does that mean I have to change as a person? No, I, I just gotta be myself, right? Yeah, you be yourself always, and at the end of the day, that's what's got us so far. So why be different? If we were to be different, then that's what's going to throw people off and be like, oh, man, what the, like, you know, and personally you have to look at it also like um, from the outside looking in as if you're a consumer yourself, you know, if you're watching, you know, for watching fucking, uh, you saw Will Smith, Fresh Prince of Belair, season one through the, through the whole, all the seasons, he was the same sort of like vibe and energy. Now if you have Will coming out season three, like talking crazy and like looking, talking about like he wants to like, like be like a freaking like white supremacist or some weird shit. You're going to be like, what? why'd they do that? Why'd they fucked up the script like that? Why'd they make the writing? And then you lose fans, you know, and that's, that's just on the written shit. So imagine in real life when people do that, you can spot that shit easily. So it's just a matter of just like, I say, just following your gut and just like naturally going with the energy you that you sort of wake up on that day, to be very honest.
3: Yeah. I mean, thankfully, bro, like we said, we didn't start this because we wanted to be famous. We didn't start this because we wanted the recognition. You know, none of those pleasures or luxuries were ever in our mind when we started this. It's just one of those things that we just do this on a daily basis. It's just us filming, us being us. So there's no acting. There's no nothing. So just going about it every day is is easy. And honestly, at least for me, I forget. You feel me? Like, there's times where I have people come up to me and they're like, oh, like, and, and and. I have to apologize because I'm like, bro, like, I'm sorry. Do, like, do I know you? And they're like, oh, you're from Complex Ambition, right? And I'm like, oh, shit, my bad. But I'm sorry if I came up the wrong way. But, like, yeah. I, I, you just ran. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I, I keep forgetting that that's what, that's what we do. So people are going to recognize it. You feel me? And it just, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it, you just go about it because you're not thinking about it.
1: Yeah, 100%. Like, I don't walk around with that in my mind all the time, man. Like. If I did, I'll be pretty crazy. Like that would drive you crazy. So like you just walk around and, and I don't know, man, it's kind of simple. Like just don't think about yourself too much. You know what I'm saying? Like just don't think, What what is it they say to be humble? It's like not thinking less about yourself but thinking about yourself less. That's, that's what it means to be humble. So just being humble, you know what I'm saying? Like you literally provide a service You put that service out, let people handle it the way they want to handle it, and that's your job, and that's it. You continue with your life. Um, And I also would say, like, we have our family members, and we have each other, and we have to hold ourselves accountable. If one of us wants to act a bit weird, a bit funny, then we would be like, yo, what's going on, bro, with you? You know what I'm saying? You're changing up on us. And so I think that's another reason as to why we keep on our straight line and Although we, every day is change, every human being goes to evolution, uh, but it has to be natural evolution, and, and and if it comes from the wrong place, we can tell easily as a group of friends, as a group of brothers who've been around each other for years, you know what I'm saying? So that's another reason as to why we, we, we stayed pretty consistent with who we are.
0: And staying consistent with who you guys are. You guys have had a lot of artists in your cars, and... How do you guys, like, honestly, a couple of times for me, when I was, you know, playing basketball, I remember when uh, Reggie Miller was watching our practice for March Madness, I was geeked. Like, I was like, yo, like, this man's right here. Like, you know, how do you guys remain, like, just how do you guys prepare yourself, I would say, like. How does that even happen? Like, what's like the steps of that even happening? Like, to get the artist in the car, and you finally have him in the car, and you're sitting in the car with him, and then you're about to press the record button, and he's there with y'all. Man, I think it's just a matter of everything that we sort of kind of said so far combined,
2: because of the fact that that's what's gotten us our attention. Actually, having artists reach out to us because of the fact that we're so opinionated. You know, we might say some funny ass shit, some wild ass shit, and then catches people's attention. You know, we've had, you know, literally a video of Swae Lee's friend sent us a video of him literally watching us on his phone. And I was like talking about him and his relationships and like something like that. And then Sway was watching it and like, what? And like moments like that, like actually solidify you like, all right, you're doing the right thing. And what's the right thing? Just being yourself. Being, you know, funny whenever you want to feel like you want to be funny. Being critical when you want to be critical. You know, that's why Trippy Red came and reached out to us. He was like, You guys really didn't like this album. And he kind of was like mad, sending us videos, sending us videos like as if like we were like his ex-girlfriend, like personal, <laughs> personal videos, almost like like a like he was threatening us, like this shit was like a scene <laughs> out of like good or something. I'm like, hold up. But then in that moment, I was like, Let's make an opportunity out of this. yo, oh, what's good? Do what, you wanna get an interview? Like, what's good? And then right there, in a matter of seconds, an interview happened on the phone. And then from that, an interview happened in in person when he came to Providence. And that's all been, you know, not chasing money, not chasing nothing other than just a relationship with these artists, because we love these artists. We, we listen to them for real. We want them to be alive, we want them to be healthy. We want them to also create shit to the best of their potential, whether it's content wise or whether it's quality wise. And that's what we sort of base the reviews and the opinions on. And, you know, a video doesn't have to necessarily have a million views for it to be being viewed by that artist or yeah. by important person and we've come to know that so we take every video serious because you know these artists they care about these opinions you know they would pay for people to provide these opinions and you know trippy gave us that respect man even amongst his friends like he was like no these guys they really they're really the real deal like they review and they do this and they cover people's music and like no for real like like he gave us that respect even even when we said like yo that last album you did was trash and like we said that to his face he doesn't care because he's like damn I, it's not another one of these motherfucking yes men around me. These are these are some real motherfuckers. That, they don't give a fuck. They just they just keep it real, and, and that's how you have to be in life. Everything that you do, you know, what I'm saying, whether you're a basketball player, whether you're a singer, anything that you do, you keep it real, and trust me, the connections you're gonna gain and everything that's gonna happen is just gonna fall on your lap, and you just have to act normal. Trust me. It's, it's at first it's it's like whoa, like when we did our first interview with the first artist, which was cousin Stiz, like you know it was like you know nerve wracking, and it was like. The camera wasn't working and certain shit wasn't working and we were like god damn what the fuck this is gonna happen now and it's like oh shit this is a this is shit nigga see in movies and this is happening right in front of us we're gonna fucking fail oh shit and then it's like up, you gotta sit back you gotta go <laughs> we got this shit and then we talked to his manager and he was a cool guy we're like oh he's cool so it's his friend he's gonna be cool and then he was like he was kind of like antsy but you know these rapper motherfuckers be smoking so we we're like yo if you wanna smoke, you can smoke. And he was like, all right. Then he had like a whole like way out lifted off his, his back. And he's like, oh, now I can smoke. So then, and then in our mind, it's like, we're smoking, but we're not smoking. We don't smoke, we don't do drugs, but now we can chill. And it's like, all right, because now he's chilling. So it's yeah. all about just being natural and you get the yeah. best content, everything out of that. Because trust me, man, I was ready to run back to Providence when that shit started acting up. When that mm-hmm. camera started acting up, I was like, oh shit, this is our reputation. This is, this is supposed to be amazing because it was the day his album came out. It was like, I'm supposed to be a thing. And then that shit happened. But you know, God has his ways, man. It, it turned out being amazing. To be honest, that shit was a beautiful connection with game right there.
1: Yeah, man. It's also about like, uh, when somebody is next to you feeling weird or uncomfortable, you gotta like calm them down. Like at least one person has to be the anchor. I saw Victor, you know, a little antsy, a little worried. I was bro, calm down. It's talk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, um, <laughs> that camera man, I should never act. That shit started acting. I said, "Oh shit, today,
1: today, knowing, of all like, days." Just, just knowing that everything's gonna be okay uh, when you're working with these artists, that these people are just normal people, just like you. Um, there are people who come up to us and they think that we're celebrities. So imagine, you know, we should treat the artists with the same way we see ourselves as normal people who do things in this world, and they're just popular for whatever. It really doesn't mean anything. Um, what we, we do respect is their artistry, and we do, mm-hmm. what we do respect is their 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 talent and, and what they've done for a lot of people. So we hold that in high regard, What should be read, is never a matter of disrespect, because there's a way to say things if you want to be critical. You know, like I told him straight to his face, I, I didn't like your album, bro, because you could do better. You know what I'm saying? That, that's the way I think we should just approach these things. Mm-hmm. We started this because we love music. We love people. We combine those passions. And if we're working with artists, we want the best for them. You know what I'm saying? The best for you is that you're going to make great music, it's going to sell a lot, and you have a lot of people influenced by it. That's beautiful. So guess what? Stop slacking. Stop being lazy. Go in the studio. Stop fucking around. Stop taking these drugs. Whatever we have to do to help you, we'll be there for you. To the point that we're on a FaceTime with Trippie Red and Trippie Red is hanging up the phone saying, yo, bro, I love you guys, this and that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's different. That's a that's a different level of respect. That's you know you can't buy that. It's only because you're authentic. You know, so just always being authentic, realizing why you're there, and again being humble and
3: appreciative. Yeah, I mean they again they said it perfectly, man. It, It just comes down to the fact that you knowing that they're no better than you, regardless of their position, regardless of their economic status. At the end of the day, we're all human beings. We're the same thing. And and if you think about it, they're artists, but the reason that they have what they have is because we are the consumers and we're giving them that power. So if if, if we're not doing that, then they ain't going to be shit, so they should be appreciated at us. Now, by all jokes aside, though, <laughs> at the end of the day, we're all the same people, man. We're all the same people. Yeah. You know? At the end of the day, we're going to – we do the same thing. We breathe the same air. We, we eat the same food. We, we go to, the, we do the same shit, you feel me? So ain't nobody better than nobody.
0: Okay, so what do y'all think the end goal is for Complex Ambition? Right, because, you know, in the beginning you guys started, and more started it, like you guys said, it was just you guys came together, you had this idea, y'all made the idea. Now you've been doing it for four years now. You guys are graduating college because... Now you want to monetize this. What is the final product of complex ambition? Man,
2: I don't know if there's necessarily a final product. I think the product is going to, you know, it's generational. I think it's going to keep on continuing like the legacy that gets created after this, you know, whether it's, you know, people we meet and sort of maybe hire, sign and then like make their lives, you know, bigger, maybe maybe bigger than ours, etc. Or maybe if, is our kids you know maybe it was our kids kids i think the legacy that this is going to keep on um, building is going to be that sort of end goal or ultimate goal you know because at the end of the day man like it's it's crazy like you know you know we all sort of have this energy of like you know rest in peace george floyd how his daughter was like saying like you know daddy changed the world you know unfortunately he did change the world but it was like through his you know un you know untimely demise but Everyone does want to change the world, right, for the better, at least. That's how we see it, for the better, positive. So there's dozens of different ideas we have, you know, whether it's, you know, we've spoken about, like, having some sort of, like, mental health sort of establishment and labels and, like, helping labels with that and sort of helping artists with their mental health. But, like, on a wider scale, maybe uh, having staff teams of people that go to these artists' house and visit them, check on their mental health, y'all. Are you doing Okay. Because there's a lot of suicides happening. There's a lot of overdoses happening, unfortunately, amongst these artists at a young age. And these artists are artists that kids look up to and love. And we can't have these young, you know, Generation Z, millennials having these artists that they play every day in their headphones. But then the next day they hear that, like, oh shit, damn, Juice WRLD he passed away? What, what happened? Drugs. And it becomes this sort of like every couple months, another one, another one that needs to stop. You know, so things like that, if we can sort of, play our own part in that, you know, and we have tried, tried our best recently, you know, with Trippy Ray. Whenever we speak with him, we, we do take it seriously and I think that's why he's sort of connected with us because we, we're tough on him, even with his lifestyle, the way he, he, he behaves, things he does. So, even if we do that, you know, one artist at a time, one person at a time, I think that's going to be the ultimate currency of complex mission. Like, whenever they say network, I don't want it to be, you know, based off the dollar sign. It's going to be change the world, love, they created something. It's gonna be, you know, something that's not that tangible, but something that makes people go like, "Wow!" Like, think about way more deeper than, you know,
1: based, based on impact. Yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, the way the way that I see it is that there's not really like an, a set end goal for a complex ambition. It's just a, an an ever growing empire. Um, something that we just want to have multiple branches of multiple things. You feel me? It's never going to be like, okay, this is what, what we, we're we going to do and this is what we're going to end up doing the rest of our lives. Not at all. All of us have our own interests and we have people that are with us that have their own interests and they're part of it and it just continues to evolve. You feel me? It's just a never-ending waterfall, pretty much. It's
1: like a fucking Pokemon. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I, from day one, I wanted this to be an empire. That's why we never labeled ourselves as one thing. We are this whole thing and people haven't seen it yet but it's gonna grow it's um and uh, the main thing we need to do is realize that our, our job is to be of service whether it be a complex ambition mechanic shop or a complex ambition uh training studio or complex ambition dance academy complex ambition you know a uh, non organization whatever it's just an empire of different things that we're going to work hard at um it's a way of life it's a way of being and life presents you different things to do as well what's happening right now in this world it's it's very tragic racism is is being obviated more than ever um and with that we have to take action so you might see something that complex Mission is working on to take action through that maybe a nonprofit organization maybe this and that so it's never going to stop because this world is never going to stop and there are millions of ways to be of service to people so Whatever we're going to do, just know it's going to be of service to people. And it's going to be by the grace of God, man. Yeah,
0: man. That's what we all do. It's about changing the world. My understanding it's not about us, it's about everybody around us. Yeah. You know, we got to spark that one brain so that brain can spark another brain and they can start sparking another brain. The next thing you know, you just have everybody on the same type of time. And that's really what it is. It's just about bettering ourselves. I think sometimes social media we lose aspect on just trying to better ourselves to better another person and yeah. another person. Yeah. But with complex ambition, the man asked for all these things starting up, like I feel like I feel like we're trending in the right direction. I feel like we're heading in the right direction for yeah. Rhode Island. I yeah. mean, when you look at California, Atlanta, you know, all those Florida, all those places, they already they already had people that had set that mark. But as Rhode Island being a smaller state like you guys what you guys do you guys are putting a big stamp on Rhode Island and the music industry and you guys are sparking other people's minds and you're helping people with mental health and you guys are just bringing everything together and so that's just really special you guys are really special man for real like you guys are really special I, mean, I pay attention Victor you're always at the I'm pretty sure you're at like every Black Lives Matter protest like I'm like <laughs> Like he's you're always there. You're actively, I see you guys, you guys are actively tweeting. You guys are actively just trying to make the world a better place. And you guys understand that. And thank you guys for, for real, Thank you guys for letting these people know what it takes to be successful, how they can be successful, what they should do, what they shouldn't do, and how to just be authentic and be themselves. And you guys need to keep doing that. You guys are setting a great example for the young ones, a great example for me. Everyone, man. But we Thank got you. a little quiz coming through. You know what I'm saying? I can't let y'all just go yet. Yeah, oh, <laughs> quiz, but, you know. I'm just gonna pop, ask a couple questions. You know, your hobbies and interests. So let's let's talk about music. All right. So, just give me each of y'all top five artists right now. starting with the, over overall or currently? Yeah, yeah just your top five. Yeah, not you know. Actually, no. We're not even gonna do that. What do you think right now is the best artist right now? That's easy. Yeah, I think it's Little Baby. I think Little Baby, oh, is, right.
2: Little Baby, Little Baby's the the hottest rapper, the hottest artist, the one that you know people care about the most. Like you know, there's been a bunch of releases and shit. Like even you know, Drake. Even though that was sort of like a sort of like a mixtape, throwaway, whatever, and it does have good music on it, obviously because it's Drake. But even Aside from that, like putting him aside, even like I, it's crazy to say, but yeah, you could you even put Drake aside, everyone aside, and little baby's the one that I see. To be honest, girls post the most on their story. I see girls tweet their lyrics the most. I see random like memes go viral all the time, little about little baby, whether it's him with the weed smoking and like going like this with the weed, and like that's the trend, and like or even like the 42 Doug whistle from the beginning of the song. Like people always tweet that now, like oh, once I hear that 42 Doug whistle. So like, and especially because that's it speaks significantly of Little Baby because that's not even Little Baby, that's his artist 42 Doug. So like, the fact that he makes his artist be a part of like one of the biggest songs or the biggest moments of the year in music thus far, and like, is correlated to the Little Baby, and like, it's, it's it speaks volumes of his like influence. Like, that guy's the truth, man. Like, I think it's this his his year, Little Baby.
3: I agree a thousand percent. A Everybody saying, "Little
1: baby, Lil baby. right now." Yeah, little baby, man, little baby. I was on him yeah. since the, the moment I heard that nigga's album. I said, "This is the best album of the year so far," and I, I fell in love with it. His, 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 his I, Even the way he conducts himself, I really, I'm really a fan of. Uh, he's really authentic. Um, I like what he does for his artists. It's just true. I like it a lot. And is. Authenticity goes a long way, so and people see that shit. So little baby man, hundred percent. Yeah, man. Even with like
0: when it comes be... to the one, to take Say again. Now I was gonna say, do you think he's gonna? Do you think he's gonna be the one to take the mantle? Cause you know Drake, you know oh, well, everybody man. knows Kendrick's Drake. He's been popping since
2: he was... That's the thing, man. Is it's crazy. Um, I don't know, man. Music is different, like. I don't know if there's like, I see sort of like people create these sort of like charts and memes online of like, oh, then who's the next three uh, headed monster? Like, aside from Drake and Kendrick and Cole, who's next three? And they say Uzi, uh little baby, or some of like what. But I don't think like, no, like that's not, it's not comparable. Those artists are like so, so different. Like, they really are, you know, respected lyrically. They also can cross you know sort of like genres if they need to or want to and you know they're just so big like they're almost bigger than their music like there's they're literally superstars not saying that little baby and them aren't but it's like it's, it's different man i think that everyone has their own lane um and i think that they acknowledge it themselves as, as well to be honest like i don't know like they have they respect first of all these artists little uh drake um cole and kendrick they keep up to date like people people would be surprised jay-z they're all of today on music. Like they're just like us. They might not be in a car reacting, but trust me in their head, they're reacting to music every week. Like they're, they're in tune because they also want to realize like, damn, what's out there. Where are the kids like it? Because they maybe want to, you know, work with them or maybe just know that they're doing the right thing. All right. My, my shit's different. So I know I'm doing the right thing, whatever the case might be, they're still in tune. So, you know, I think that them, you know, they, they've been respecting, like, these people who have their moments. Roddy Rich at the end of last year and sort of the top of this year had a moment, and he's still amongst, I would say, like, you could say top two, Little Baby and Roddy Rich still. um. But little Baby right now has this sort of momentum. Like, like Eric was saying, even with his authenticity, like, even with his drug use, like, sort of explanation, he literally said it. He was like, yeah, you know, I do – I have taken codeine and stuff. I'm, I'm really not addicted to it, but I've taken it. You know, sometimes it helps me with my creativeness – and like he's being authentic, like he's not trying to like be skewed with it, cause a lot of these rappers like they do drugs and they don't talk about it, or like if it's an interview, like they say they don't do it, like or like if they say they do it, they try to make fun of it, like yeah I do that shit, you know, what I'm saying, like no, 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 my nigga, be serious about this. Like you do drugs, why do you do it? And like little baby already has explained that multiple times, and you know I just respect the man. Like he's 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 really good, man. He's really good, and. Something that helps him, I would say, is just his personality and everything around him. Even like his girlfriend, everything around him sort of like trends, and his people love. And when you have that, man, you just gotta keep going. It's 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 crazy, man. It's, it's, it's you can't even speak about it. Like it just it just happens naturally.
1: Yeah, it's tough. I think it's tough to say who's gonna have the next moment. Um, yeah, it's really tough. We got a lot of people silent in the back. Um, a lot of OGs that haven't come forward and and you would have thought you would have thought that they would have came forward a long time ago in respect to what's happening right now in the climate of the world and climate of the US but they haven't um, that makes me believe that something is coming from a lot of these guys um, and you know it, it's just because we didn't expect this from little baby himself this song you know what I'm saying his past song this song is a is is the anthem at the moment right now so you know, these, these younger guys, I think the younger guys are just proving themselves the most. So we might see the next big star coming from the younger guys because, and not the older guys, because the younger guys, like, they want to prove to the world, in my eyes, that, you know, they got something to say, too. It's not just a bunch of mumble rap, you know. Yeah. And I think it's just like,
2: because I've had moments where I used to be like that. And i like, oh, I know who's next. And the last time I said that shit, <laughs> the motherfucker failed me. And I swear to God, it was um, it was Chance the Rapper. I I told right. myself I was
1: like, yo, I was like <laughs> when you when think Chance.
2: Was I thought he was gonna be the biggest like rapper. I swear to God, I yeah. literally said it. I was like, I was like, yo, Chance, like these mixtapes, these are these are amazing, like, and I love the way he rapped. And I was like, yeah. and he's also a nice guy. Yeah. If, if if he really goes hard, he could be bigger than Drake. Like he he might be the next one. Yeah. <sighs> He, he got married. Serious. He <laughs> got married. <laughs> he got married, and Elijah was—you know—musically, he's not as respected as he, you know, he had potentially to be. But you know, that goes to remind you, like, you maybe we shouldn't think that way. We shouldn't think like who's next, or who's whatever. Yeah. Just let the shit happen. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's hard to be Drake. Like, it's hard to be—you can't be Drake. You like, like, you know, you can't be Kendrick. Like when they when he drops, you can't
1: like when Cole drops an but album. Even, but even Drake, he's losing steam. Cole got backlash like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this year are interesting. losing it. You know a little bit, at least
2: a yeah, little this, bit. This year is interesting. I think it's one of the most interesting years of music in a while. Definitely general.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen that many albums to come out. But I, yeah, I have not seen Nav, Lil Uzi. Yeah. See, those are my guys, Lil Baby. Like I like them three. Gunna. I was a little. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Oh. I Honestly, little Baby's hot, but little Uzi, man, there's just something about his music. Just, I don't know what it is. Like, I just, I connected it so well because I don't know. I was weird. I was aware. I'm a weirdo. You know, I know I'm a weirdo. And so, like, <laughs> you know, I'm a weirdo. I know doing, I'm a weirdo. you You doing acid and shit. No, 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 no. I don't do no drugs. But what I'm saying is just like the way he claps, like, I remember this one song, um, Secure the Bag, mm. and he said they thought he was, I forgot, I was like, they thought he was messed up, but he really wasn't. He was just being himself. And now mm. all the fame came. Now everybody wants to come to him now. And I was just like, I connect with him and just like his beats and everything. And then mm-hmm. Lil' Rockstar. Lil Uzi. And Nav, too. I like Nav Ooh. because he's, his last <laughs> album was pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. I like this last Ooh, album. I like. you are like, <laughs> critical. We're critical. Of Nav. We're Critical. <laughs> I like Nav. It. Nav. He's not.
3: Mad. Like, Nav, I like Nav. Uh, I was a huge
2: yeah. Nav fan when he came out. Like when I love. When loved you first him. started. Oh, yeah. When he first started. Oh, like damn, this nigga's different. The SoundCloud shit. Well, like, what's damn. the
1: appeal for Nav now? I can't find it. I find him annoying. What's the? I, I want to know. What's the appeal as a fan me, of Nav? What's the appeal? I think. I think
0: is it's is like I, I listen to nav if I'm going on a on a night drive uh, like if I'm driving on a highway like his music that's his type of music like it's like you're just driving on a long highway and it's just very calm Because his voice is so like he has that I, I can't even explain his voice but it's can just you very, give me like an um,
1: example of like a lyric or melody I, uh, like.
0: <laughs> I like the song I like the I like the song she hurting so how on does his, it go, like, his... real quick? Because
1: I'm trying to envision, like, his voice with a drive.
0: Uh, uh, I don't really know the lyrics like that. I just know the, I don't, it's just mad weird. I I can't she really.
1: Hurt.
0: <laughs> she, hurt and I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's just like, and he. Oh, he's just good. I just feel like his melodies are good. But you just got to, yeah. like, get past his voice. I, I know his voice does <laughs> get a little annoying sometimes. <laughs> it does get annoying, but. When you just start listening to his lyrics. It's just like he just calms you down. And I can't forget Young Thug. Like Young Thug, he's just GOAT. yeah, he's the goat. He's that's one person I know. Like if you really want him to try, like if Young Thug really tried right now, he would. By far, like Slime yeah. Season One, by far one of the greatest. Last year, of- last
2: year he had the he had my favorite album of the year. So much fun. I love yeah. that album. So you know what I'm saying, he had a, he was reporting the other day like a song about like of the police, like fuck the police, some shells I was like, damn. So if he starts <laughs> yeah. dropping shit, it might be his year too. Again, like <laughs> fuck the police. I heard that shit. I was like, damn. This nigga gonna come
0: yeah. with these melodies, yeah. definitely, man. You know these, like you said, these artists, these young artists, man. They just they're up to something. They're up to yeah. something. That's why I'm a little nervous. I'm just a little nervous for Cole. I'm a little nervous for Drake, Kendrick. They I know that they, they just on. Yeah, but thats like the upper echelon. They don't really gotta worry like that. Mm-hmm. Ain't but no when you're attention. up
1: there, you gotta always deliver. That's the problem. And you gotta deliver a
0: thousand
1: percent better than you came last time. Mm-hmm. I fear—I don't want to say it, but I fear for Kendrick. Like, like, I, I, oh, I, I think he's scrapped.
0: I think he's. I get what always. you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying on that one, man. I, I get what you're saying. Uh oh, the light just went off on me. We good that's though. Nah, but uh, now nah, i get what you're saying with Kendrick, because like he hasn't really i mean after good good mad city i kind of stopped honestly yeah. like that was it for me i was like what, what know, if that album's fire i don't out. really need to listen to anything what else everything else after out. that
3: huh what if he comes back with pimper butterfly too what do you, know me
0: Kendra, I, I don't think i don't knows. know i just I, I think he just he he kind of just He's been on this, you know, he's been making money. He's, he's just been chilling. Like, you can't just, like, I him has been, been it's, it's been a while. It's, I think he doesn't stop working. Yeah, he's not like. He's going to you know, hit, man. He's going to hit. No, he. he to be doing something. I don't think he's going to hit like he used to, though. Not like he used to. He has to, to though. Goddamn.
2: Because <laughs> it's interesting, You know, like,
0: you know what I'm talking about? Like, like. If me- Meek Mill drops an album, like it's still going to hit. Like you're gonna be like, yeah, this joint's hitting. Because if,
1: if Meek Mill drops, an album, but the thing it- is, if Meek Mill flops, it's okay. It's Meek Mill. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But a person like true. Kendrick or J Cole, look at J Cole right now. Like J Cole's
0: getting crucified. Y'all like, don't even know what's the situation with that? Can y'all? Can y'all give me an explanation on that?
3: I want to No, because I'm on the same boat. I, I, I don't.
2: I have no Man. idea what's going on with that. Man, this is a real interesting one. It's just a matter of, you know, obviously right now the, the timing of everything, the sensitivity is at all-time high. Like, you know, you say anything and, you know, people are going to hold you to that. Like, what? What the fuck? Like, we've had so many artists just tweeting shit, saying shit. Uh, Terry Crews, Idris Elba, releasing a shirt. Every day is something happening. And, you know, J. Cole, people, like, first of all, random drop. People were like, all right, random J. Cole song. Even we said it, like, on the phone, we were like, hold up. This nigga just dropped some shit. This, this shit, this shit got to be crazy. This shit going to be, the revolution is here. Like, it's going to be, we're ready. Yeah. Because that's what we kind of, you know, need. Not us per se. I don't need shit. All I need is God. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to be fine. You know, we'll figure it out. But people, in general, they need that, right? Because not everyone is that, like that. People rely mm-hmm. on music to, like, lift their spirits, and they want that yeah. shit. And J. Cole has a large fan base and girls love him a lot. Like he has like this, he's, he's J Cole. So this song drops and is a song that has nothing. It's not really revolutionary. It's more of like a personal, his sort of like open, like open hearted, you know, and like vulnerable to the fullest. Like just talking about how he doesn't feel like a revolutionary or like, he doesn't feel like he can step up to that sort of plate right now because he doesn't feel like he just doesn't feel that like, you know, He's not that, you know, people see the zeros, the money, they just J Cole, but he just doesn't feel that. And he singled out uh, basically majority of the song, especially from the beginning, it was targeted toward this female no name. And she's actually a rapper out of Chicago and how he was talking about, Oh, I, I saw this girl's tweet and this and that. And like how it made him think about his own stuff, etc. And there was a tweet that she put out specifically talking about um, how like a lot of these artists whole discography is, about black plight, like, you know, all their music is about the pain of black people, and, you know, the pain they suffer because they're black people, and like, you know, from Kendrick, like, it's, you already knew who she was talking about, Kendrick Cole, you already knew, because she's not talking about, uh, fucking Nav, she's not talking about, you know, she's not talking about DJ Khaled, she's talking about the, the main people, and she's like, how these people, that's their main discographies but they haven't said a word, they haven't said shit, they haven't even tweeted, they haven't said nothing, so when J. Cole saw that, and he was like, Oh shit! And I guess he felt some type of way, and he put it in his music. And people just backlashed him because they were, first of all, confused as like, why didn't he drop a song about you know revolution? Like this is different, and it's also not like a single that you can play. Like this is not something that you can just. It's not like the little baby song. This is not that. This is something that you're gonna listen, digest once, and you're gonna analyze, and you're gonna be like, damn, you know, you're gonna feel how you're gonna feel. Some people feel like, damn, he's vulnerable. That's real. But then, especially majority of The girls, they feel like, damn, why is he coming at this beautiful woman, this black queen? Because No Name has also been like an activist right now in this time. So it's like, people are like, why is he coming at her? Like, she's helping a lot of us. Like, how does he need help? He's J. Cole. Like, what he needs, She needs to help him. So it's just this whole confusing, like, sort of like tornado. And like, her thing is like, there's people still being hung every fucking week. There's people dying every like this shit. The mission does not stop well why is J. Cole doing this and, and like she even responded again and she made like a diss song and then today I guess she tweeted like she apologized for making the song but it's like it, it's is crazy man I, that's what we were sort of saying like you know it's crazy like the this year of like this sort of these artists like I don't want to say that they're minds but I just want to I guess like a different layer that we sort of don't see like you know we had this expected release by J. Cole the fall off his album that was coming and it was supposed to be like a political statement like a thing but then this is the first song he drops and it's like, oh, this has nothing to do with the fall off. This is just like a Lucy, no explanation. But then he provides the explanation afterwards. It's it's interesting. I think it's just a dope like thing to analyze and like sit back and take in more than anything. Because if you uh, like in, indulge in it too much, you're gonna drive yourself crazy. Because at the end of the day, it's kind of pointless. Like the man just did what he wanted to do. She felt some type of way. It's whatever. Like it's not like a rap beef like people are trying to making it. But it makes sense because they're both rappers. But that's all it really is. But it, obviously it's J. Cole. Because imagine if Kendrick did that. Like, the, these are just, like, big names. Like, J. Cole hasn't said... Well, he went out to a protest. So I, we got to give him that. He went out to North Carolina. You saw him out there. But he hasn't, like, really posted or said something. So he did it through his music. So the fact that he did this has made people like, oh, shit. Like, it's been the talk of, like, the past two weeks in the music industry.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I would say, like, we definitely broke it down in our videos. I think we have two videos on it one where we address a song j Cole's song and then one where we talk about uh no names this um and it's a it's a it's a great conversation you guys can check it out there and it's just speaking on how i think i think society and we're consumers of hip-hop we're just waking up to realize like we need our big figures to stand up for something you know what i'm saying and if we don't have them, then who do we have? And I think that's what's happening now. I think hip hop is is slowly gonna start having more acts and, and rappers that are more socially conscious and there for the people, because like in times like these, like times like these, we need them. You know what I'm saying? So I think people just felt a little hurt that somebody looked up to um, J. Cole, first of all, put himself to be so vulnerable, and secondly, didn't really. Give us anything that we can consume,
3: so. you got I wasn't the same boat with you, bro. I wanted to know what was going on. You know what I mean, oh, I heard and I- everything, but I still didn't understand what the whole issue was. I don't know, like now watch your I- video. I I-, I, know, I, I-, I-, Twitter, I-, yeah. I was, I was still on, like I'm like, yo, like, why are they really coming at this man for just putting his thoughts out there, and then I, I agree. And then she d- drops a diss, and then the next day she's apologizing. If you're going to apologize the next day, what the fuck you dropping disses for? Just <laughs> You feel me? Just have a conversation between y'all and figure it out. Fuck whatever anybody says. Yeah. You yeah. know?
0: You are... Jeez, you guys just gave me the whole rundown. You know, I might... If, if anything happens in rap, I'm just calling y'all. I only, I'm not even going to Twitter. Shit. I'm just going don't, straight don't, to don't, y'all.
2: Don't ask us about what happened today because that's a whole other news oh, that came man. Out
0: today. Wait, oh, today's what? news. Man. Today's news is crazy. Wow, so we wait, I'm gonna experience. have to wait on that one. Wait, what happened? Is this on my mess? Drake, Drake, bang the leash keys, bro. No. <laughs> wait, what? Wait.
1: Yo, hold on, we might thank you. We really appreciate us being on season
0: two premiere. Um, yes, sir. Thank you. We guys. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's go. That's that's for a different that's when I go on their show, everybody. That's when I go Yo. on their show. We'll, we'll have that conversation. But you crazy, everybody. Thank you guys for watching the Man Access Write Your Own Destiny podcast. We have complex ambition. They, you know, you guys. Did a good job. Thank you. Really, not for I really appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for coming on here and just spitting your game and just helping all the people that are watching us become successful. You guys, you guys have anything you want to say to the fans? Let them know right now. Your Twitter, Instagram, say whatever you want. Man, man uh, everything at it's
2: a vibe for the personal and complex mission for everything else. Man, I would say especially because I know you have a lot of local people who watch. So I would say, man, remember that, you know, you might be from Rhode Island, the smallest state, but don't let that defeat you. I think I see a lot that. That's kind of like the trend, like, oh, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, no. You have to realize, like, if you make it here, you can literally make it anywhere. Look at all the shit that we've done, all the fucking connections we made, all the people we've met, and we barely have left. Like, we barely, we don't, the biggest shit that we've done thus far was in our city, like, with Trippy, and like, it, it, it speaks volumes, you know. People try to be like, sort of this sort of like small fish in a big-ass pond, like, let's go to New York, let's go to California, when you can be the big fish in a small pond, you know, just a smallest state. so be the biggest star in it. Like, accomplish it, influence people, build a team,
3: and then launch from there. Um, I say, you know, whatever dream you have, go for it. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Always continue to chase what you want to do. Do it because you love it. Don't do it for any other motive, especially money. At the end of the day, you are just if you're chasing money, you're gonna end up probably hating yourself because you're gonna end up doing something you don't even fuck with. Um, especially if you're from Providence. Uh, you know, something that I've always, my philosophy has always been like I we want I want us to be the reason why, you know. Just Rhode Island gets recognized, and 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 I'm always here to support anybody that comes out of the city. We're all together. We're all a big family. You feel me? So know that y'all got our support. You feel me? As long as it's some positive shit, some negative <laughs> shit, I'm sorry, but <laughs> um, but yeah, man, just keep it pushing. Don't let any negative shit stop you.
1: No, absolutely. I would say, um, you know, we represent the city. We want to represent the city, and I think we're trying to do our best at it. Um anybody out there who needs any help at all, if we can provide it, we're here for you. So don't feel afraid to reach out to us. Um, if, if people, you know, there's going to be a couple like, Victor's more social. If you want to reach out to Victor, reach out to Victor. Um, but if you find that me and Marloon are a bit more in our show, whatever, also don't feel afraid to reach out to us. Um, we just approach things differently. We just, we just approach things differently. So, don't feel free to reach out to us. And um, we're here to help anybody who's out here trying to make something um, positive. Uh, you can follow me at Even Better Still and Complex Ambition, everything else.
0: Wow. Let's go. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys next time. Well, I'll see you guys next time. But thank you guys for watching and demand access, demand access, Complex Ambition. Keep going and let's get to it. <laughs>